0: Hello, Truman. Welcome to our first collaboration with the big superstar of our show today, Mr. Pei. And he hosts the Comic Book Club. And along with us, we're the professionals around here. We are the Philosophy Podcast Plus.
1: I am Mr. Jordan. And And our special guest today is... I'm Mr. Pei. All right, and Mr. Pei, your job title. title...
2: I am the resource teacher and, uh, I guess, EL coordinator at Truman Middle College. All right. How many years have you been here? Oh, gosh. I've been here nine years. Nine years. Wow. Okay. Okay. But But it's just flown by, I'm sure. They have gone by so fast, let me tell you. And then, I don't know know what what a club club
1: coordinator's coordinator's title is. You are a coordinator? I'm the EL coordinator. No, I'm sorry. sorry, of the comic book club.
2: Oh, well... I'm the club facilitator of the comic book club. It's It's a, it's a, a, it's, everyone's equal in the
1: comic book club.
2: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I think the more students show up, the more students have a voice in what we do. Uh, It's, I kind of, like, think of myself as leading people in a certain direction, but I'm always open to detours and, you know, meandering in different ways and different directions. Great. Um,
1: Okay, Brandon, I I I cut cut you off. You had a first question for Mr. Pei.
0: What kind of like genre do you like about Marvel? Marvel.
2: Well, that's a really interesting question. Um, I've always read Marvel comics. I've, I guess I've I've also read a, a little bit of DC. I certainly know the DC superheroes: Aquaman, Superman, Wonder Woman, of course Batman. And I really I liked those uh, I like some of the movies especially the Batman movies but I think there's just something about Marvel comics that I don't know just uh, uh, are more interesting to me I I feel like the heroes in some ways uh, I mean I'll just take the hero Spider-Man you know he's like a, I started reading him when I was a young person so he was a young kid who became a superhero and he was a kid that had a lot of the same kind of problems that all teenagers have, including me. And so I just, um, I really l- just like that aspect of him. I, you know, a lot of the DC heroes are, are, you know, an alien from outer space, Superman and Batman, a really rich guy. And he's and hard to relate. relate to. Yeah, I, I like them, but I couldn't relate to them as much. And then I think Marvel just sort of has a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a, uh, a sense of humor and a, mm-hmm. and a little bit of a rebellious streak as a company. Um, I think, I think Spider-Man, Spider-Man is quite deliberately working class,
1: class too, right? It's, it's working class heroes yeah.
2: rather than rich, entitled. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the things about Spider-Man is uh, he'll go out at night fighting crime, and he'll 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 be so involved saving the world that he doesn't like have enough time to to find rent or make enough money for rent or he'll be late to his college class and he'll end up having to, you know, uh beg his professors not to like kick him out of college. So And, and there's like, I forget there's a, a
1: Spider Man movie, movie where the opening scene is he's using his spider powers
2: to try to deliver to pizzas on time. Yeah, that was I think Spider Man three. Right. And uh yeah, he just a lot more things happen in the Marvel comics that seem to be more relatable and I think Marvel also as a company throughout its history it's not shied away from like tackling provocative subjects Mm -hmm. now, you know, most people that read comics are not interested in, um, they're interested in entertainment but there's always room for a little education and a little bit of like, you know, uh, talking about social issues and I think Those kinds of things come up in Marvel comics. The, you know, the X Men, is kind of like an allegory for, you know, talking about any people that have ever felt marginalized for being different. You know, and I mean that can just be so relatable to so many issues going on even in the world today. Even though it started off probably forty years ago, Um, there's just a lot of, a lot of that in the Marvel comics. Can
1: you could you possibly pick a favorite Marvel
2: superhero for you personally? Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, without a doubt, Spider Man is my favorite, and I think a big part of it was when I was a little kid. You know, like a lot of little kids, I would get put in front of the TV to watch TV shows, and I think Spider Man was probably the first comic, or the first cartoon that I watched. And I think, you know, back in, like, 1974, when I started walking around the neighborhood for Halloween, for, like, three years in a row, I was Spider-Man, you know. Did you see the Spider-Man into
1: the multiverse? The the cartoon? Or I,
2: yes. Because then at the very end... So I
1: watched that Spider-Man cartoon. Was it black and white? Maybe I was watching it on a black and white, black and white It
2: wasn't black and white, but it was very... By today's standards, the production values are very, very low. Because <laughs> then that
1: Spider-Man from that old cartoon shows up at the end of the multiverse movie. Oh, yeah. That was yeah, super it clever. clever, and for anybody our age, it was like, a, oh, my God, there he Yeah, is. yeah. Is it... Oh, Brandon, do you have a... Uh, maybe you're not the hugest uh, Marvel fan, but do you have a favorite? Well,
0: for me, I would probably say between Batman or... Um, Spider-Man as well. So, so that's
1: one DC, DC, one Marvel, right? Because Batman's DC.
0: Well,
2: I I think Batman is probably if I had to pick a favorite hero for DC, I would pick Batman. Why do you pick those two?
0: For me, for Batman at least, I liked his uh, like theme, black and white, pretty much, and it's just straightforward. And for me, I. I kind of like a little particular taste. I don't like too much of like giddy-happy situations like the new Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland. And for me, I just like dark action, dark humor in action, and that's pretty much why I would choose Batman. Does that sound right? Now that you're making
1: me think about it, if I think about those Batman movies, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, if I think about that most recent Batman, even in Spider-Man, they're sort of grim and dark.
2: They are. And I think that the difference is like Christopher Nolan Batman did it right. Like the tone was right, the stories were good. Um, the Christopher Bale was awesome. It was just the right, perfect, re- the recipe fulfilled perfectly. The more recent DC movies, um, they've just hit, the only thing that they have going is a dark. But the stories have not been good, in my opinion. And a lot of the characters uh, have just been reduced to, like, one-dimensional kind right. of characters. Is and it possible for there to be a
1: superhero that you don't like or you think is kind of ridiculous? Does, that, does every Marvel fan have a, like, well, Hawkeyes, all he does is shoot arrows or whatever?
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy kind of hero. Um, boy, Finding one that I don't like is is kind of difficult. I I guess, you know, I'll tell you what, I I really was not a big fan of Captain America all that much. Um, just, you know, a guy wearing, like, the star-spangled colors and all that. It's very and nationalistic. Yeah, but then I did kind of have a change of heart when I saw the movies. Like, that made me actually... I think it, it kind of is like Chris Evans portraying... Uh, Captain America, made me actually like that character more than I thought I would, but I, n- I never liked him, you know, uh, all that much. Uh, he just has a, a goofy kind of outfit, <laughs> more so than, Hawkeye is probably the... I just feel like people make fun of Hawkeye the most. Well, there's,
1: I don't know which one, one of the movies where all the superheroes are together, there's quite a distinction between those
2: who can fly and those who cannot.
1: Like those, there's, there's ones that are stuck, stuck on the ground, 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 ground while Iron Man is strong. flying all around. And the
2: thing about Hawkeye is that, you know, Hawkeye and Batman are both non-powered superheroes. But Batman just has so much, and I guess even Iron Man, you know. Um, I always kind of wondered, you know, if Tony Stark has all this technology, why didn't he just give everybody an Iron Man suit and make everybody that was non-powered, at least, into Iron People? Right. But I guess it just wouldn't make it a good story or interesting movie to have everybody be so the like So like Hawkeye can, can fly around in Iron Man suit and then shoot his arrows. Right. Something like that. Something like that. Um,
1: so, so two, two questions. questions. Number 1 and Brandon, and your, your thoughts, thoughts on this too. too. How I mean I've, I've heard people give an, an account, account of why Star Wars is, is so popular. popular. I mean it's, it's off The The chart's charts. popular. And And I've heard, heard, you know, actually, I don't know know, if Lucas Lucas read, I think think his name is John John Campbell, who... uh, Yeah. Who, like, says all of these myths exist in all of these these cultures, so so he he sort of finds out these myths that are almost a part of a human feature. The myth
2: and the cosmo... Right. cosmological cycle or something. So So there's there's almost something
1: something either in our cultures cultures or maybe even inherent in a human that's drawn to these stories, because they they keep coming up over and over over again, culture after culture. culture, He He kind of repurposes repurposes them. They're super popular. Is there a way way to account for superhero superhero popularity? popularity? That That also does... does, I know know superhero movies are big big right now, but it also kind of doesn't go away. Every kid finds a superhero.
2: Well, I think like just... I think we underestimate the power of stories and we don't really think about stories as being like an important part of our life but i mean i think you know alex haley the guy who wrote roots i think one time he said that people will forget most of what you say like if you're just giving them information but if you give them stories they will remember and we kind of relate that back to like i don't know you know i grew, grew up kind of in christianity and everything and. Uh, you know Jesus the way that he taught was through stories and um, these stories kind of uh, ground us so we can follow them and I think superhero stories do tap into that kind of those mythological um, you know kind of the same kinds of mythological stories that have entertained people for years it's fun to think about people that are doing Superhuman things flying people that have abilities like you know becoming invisible or you know, I mean I, Superman is kind of like a combination of maybe Hercules um, I don't know the Hermes I think the god of speed and all these like Greek gods rolled into one and The other heroes are combi- different combinations of those heroes and I think that they they just because of the, the fantasy involved, it, it just does something to our imagination. But the power, just hearing about the powers themselves, without like a story behind it, those, just reading about superpowers would be kind of boring. We need to have a character go on a journey. We need to have that character deal with some kind of conflict, some kind of uh, challenge or test. And we need to see the character grow or not grow. Uh, there has to be, you know, just like resolution. And it's, you know, I don't know. I think it's just, with the superhero stories, there's something special about them. But, you know, because we're all on a journey, we can all relate to that, you know, being tested one way or another. Brandon, I don't, I don't. do you have, you have any, any thoughts, thoughts on, on why superheroes,
1: superheroes are, are so popular?
0: popular? uh i have a few i don't watch too much about superheroes but one that i recently watched or within like let's say this year would be like invincible that one i like that one in particular because for me in general i like anything that's like straightforward to the punch and it doesn't try to change that way or like add anything too extra that make it seem out of character and doesn't fit with the story and i just like for characters in general to have some development, but if it's let's say the antagonist or protagonist is like he's super bad, he's super good, they either stay that way but re- have some sort of realization that they could have done better or they could've been worse or however, but I would like some realisation but most most of all just like stick to their character, who do they you, are. Do you, do you think, think it's, it's a good, good point. point. Do you, do you think, think the majority, majority of Marvel characters,
1: characters are or Marvel superheroes, or, superheroes or maybe just whatever, the whole universe, universe they, are they are good or bad, you can kind of put them in two games, or how, how often is there someone that's someone almost right in the middle where it's, you feel ambivalent about them because it seems, seems like they, they go in either direction?
2: I, I think like with, um, well, two recent examples of like villains who just kind of like, I don't know, you, you kind of don't agree with what they did, but you can kind of see that they're, they're not necessarily just all evil, like, uh, you know, the the villain Thanos from Infinity War and Endgame and all the other times when he kind of made little appearances. Um, his rationale for, I mean, it was a terrible idea, but it, he wanted to reduce the population of the universe so that people would have more, so the people remaining would have more resources and it wouldn't be like a, you know, cosmic environmental mess. You know, he wanted to make it easier for people. Now, as crazy as that is, as a way to do it, you could, you know, some of those things are real concerns that we have in our own world. You know, overpopulation, environmental catastrophe, not having enough resources. Um, Another uh, villain
0: well did you see Wakanda Forever or uh, Black Panther? Yeah, I watched Black Panther. I haven't watched the second one but I kinda liked how they went everything was super advanced and they pretty much hid it to themselves. They didn't want to spread it too badly because like I think the outside world was very wild and they was afraid I think they were afraid of like everyone having this power and just getting greedy over it and just abusing it. Right. Did you see the the villain Killmonger? Um, Do you remember him?
2: Well, he was um, Killmonger in Black Panther, and also made an appearance in Wakanda Forever. Uh, he, a part of his motivation was to uh, use the the resources of Wakanda to help other less advanced, uh, primarily African countries. Uh, rise up and now he was he was not a pacifist he was going to raise an army but you know i'm i think it just kind of like it, it's what a lot of people and uh, you know would say by any you know if you can stop an oppressor using force that's what you should do um, so I don't know, it just made it, he was more than just a one-dimensional bad guy. I mean, also so you can so kind much, to see his point of view, not necessarily agree with it. I'm hearing I'm so, so much philosophy in here. First of all, there's the, the whole
1: Machiavellian discussion of do means, the ends justify the means, means, and your means can create other, other ends, et cetera. Cetera. And, then and then there's a big, big debate in moral philosophy, philosophy about do you, you locate someone's, someone's morality or recognize someone's morality based, someone based on their motivation, motivation or just, just based, based on the consequences? there's like deontologists. Consequentialists. So, So was it Thanos? His motivation motivation was good. Maybe the consequences he created or his methods were a problem, but I think a certain number of moral theorists would say he he was doing a good thing because he truly thought he was saving the world by killing half of it, which doesn't doesn't make
2: sense. Yeah, it was a well, I I think, yeah, I mean, his motivation was good, but his methodology was obviously diabolical. That's why he had to be stopped. Is that that the one where everybody turns to sand? Everybody, half half the... He snaps his fingers, and then half of the people throughout the whole universe kind of disappeared. Including including half half of the the Marvel Superheroes. superheroes. Including half of the Marvel superheroes. So, it was a... I mean, that would be like the Nader experience, the low point in that hero cycle for not just one hero, but for all of the Avengers, that was a very low point. Do you think think we just spoiled the movie movie for somebody somebody listening to this who hasn't seen it? I think if somebody is listening to this podcast at this point, they are probably already, (laughs) they have probably already seen it. Maybe they've already seen it or they don't (laughs) care because they (laughs) haven't seen it. Either way, I'd, I can't imagine they'd be listening this long and not be interested in this or have seen these already. Do you think, this, this might be impossible answer, to answer, do, do you think, think people
1: consuming superhero stories makes people or the, the world, world a better, a better place? place? Are, Are there lessons or some type of you know, moral know, code or integrity that people start to absorb? absorb? Is, Is somebody really a better person? Because they're like, like you, you know, I know what Thor would do in this moment. and. This do the the right right
2: thing? thing. Well, That's a really great question. Um, I think that people reading anything is going to make the world a better place. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that the... I mean I think so much of what you learn in life about making the world a better place comes from your family and from the community that you belong into. So I've never felt like if a person goes, like I'll use video games as kind of the classic example, I don't really think, like, playing a violent video game makes you a violent person. I don't think watching a violent movie necessarily makes you a violent person. Or, you know, I mean, a lot of times when the comic books first came out, or in the 60s and 50s, there was a basically a censorship committee that would have to approve the stories. And the comic books had a rule that they maybe couldn't show somebody dying, um, and that there always had to be, like, a, li- a life lesson in the comic. Mm-hmm. That's not really a part of it anymore. I know, if, if you only, know, only they could see, see the movies, movies now, or the, the videos yeah. now. But they were kind of, like, there was, in the 1950s and 60s, I believe, a thought, like, that comic books were going to rot the brains of kids. And... be a bad influence, so I don't know uh, comic books might might be an upgrade from TikTok, TikTok. that's the... Well, I just feel like, I don't know, for my own uh, development as a reader, you know, just... I mean, do you think think that if there there are lessons lessons of right or wrong, you know, don't... a majority of the
1: superheroes do the right thing thing, thing, and are trying to to serve society or or people or something?
2: something. I think, I, I... I feel more like these stories are more just cathartic for people. Okay. I think that they're just kind of like, you know, for the time that you're. It's it's, I think, it's just good entertainment, and there's there are some like I I would say that there's probably not a whole lot of super life lessons mm-hmm. in them, but I mean just they're entertainment and. Um, they can kind of get your imagination going. So, So, I mean, I've I've heard heard people say that that a lot of entertainment is just sort of
1: life simplified. Like Like when you play a board game, it's like you got to win by getting getting this this many many points, points. and that's simple. And if you watch a movie, it's just like, like I want the good guy guy to win. It's It's kind of of a relief from from a complex complex and messy life life that you can't ever
2: figure out. Right. I mean, for the most part, things in comic books are a little bit more, you know, Like what you kind of said a couple times, a little bit more straightforward, you know, there's the person that you need to stop from doing something, Um, tackling the real problems of the world, you know, homelessness, uh, war, poverty, those are... It's impossible
1: and dispiriting, and And then you can can watch a basketball basketball game where you just want your team to score more points, points, or or a Marvel movie movie where you just just want want Iron Man to do something, something, whatever Iron Iron Man does...
2: Yeah, we need we need to have these stories to entertain us and to help us like re-energize ourselves so that we can go and tackle you know, the the bigger issues and, you know, like these students here at Truman, you know, Mm -hmm. we need to have them, you know, relaxed so that they can go and, you know, get their diplomas. We need to have them, you know, have time to go help out in their communities and, um, you know, just Contribute in in very complex ways. Yeah, so so Marvel, Marvel movies is almost a relief, right? right. A restoration. Of I think soul. that they for for me they have been, and for a lot of you know we've got about uh, you know five to ten students that come to comic book club, and I'm always happy to have more. And you know it's it's you know a growing club. It's very we're very happy to be uh, having it. You know, I don't know if I've said this, but it's on, m- usually on Mondays after school. Yeah.
1: Um, and just for a somewhat fun, final question, and I don't know, know if superhero, superhero fans talk about this a lot, if, if you, you could, could pick one superhero, superhero power to have
2: yourself, what would it be? Oh my gosh, that was, that's... Do you want uh, webs
1: shooting out of your... Well, isn't, isn't it a debate, debate whether he makes webs and they they come come out from from a machine, or whether they they actually come out out of his hand, isn't it? I think they debate debate that in in the the recent Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, that has been a question of debate. I don't know which would be better. Um, I think that if I could have any power, I think not necessarily being able to fly, but just being able to like to, you know, maybe have some kind of ability just to transport myself to different locations. So I wouldn't have to physically walk or physically get in a vehicle. If I could just kind of like think it and then be there. That would be... Is is there a superhero superhero specifically with teleportation? usually many, many superheroes. That that is one One of their
1: powers or they have a place where they can go to teleport?
2: Um, Nightcrawler in uh, the X-Men, he can teleport himself. uh, He can only do it like maybe the equivalent of 50 feet. Uh, but there are many characters that have had the ability to kind of transport themselves through not only space, but through time. Right. Um, who's, who's the, the person, person who runs, runs really, really fast? fast? Flash. That would be Flash in Is the that DC. That's DC. And Quicksilver in Marvel. And he can go from, from point A to point B really fast. Yeah, I'm not interested in that. So that. That superpower, I think you'd get like bugs in your teeth and all sorts of. <laughs> Your hair would get all messed up. I, People I wouldn't know, know you just travel, travel from the point Yeah, you'd probably be really sweaty. Right. right? But the, transporting yourself, that to me would be pretty cool. Uh,
0: Brandon, uh, brand superpower? Uh, I probably want to do something that would control matter. Because if you do something like that, you could pretty much manipulate everything that's in an unknown universe and haters say it, but it does sound overpowered, and if you really wanted to, you you could pretty much do every other ability with this. Who controls controls matter even
1: even
2: to a limited
0: limited degree? degree?
2: Somebody Somebody in the X-Men? Definitely, well, Magneto controls metal, which is in almost everything, so I mean that's a pretty good example of somebody. I think also, like, there are I think Jean Gray, the Phoenix in the X-Men can also manipulate objects. Does somebody, somebody do electricity? Electricity?
1: electricity? Yeah. yeah. Does somebody, somebody manipulate
2: electricity? electricity? Uh, I think I think there was a, a villain named Electro that had mm-hmm. a lot of electrical manipulation Probably powers. Really Thor, the god of thunder, he could control a certain amount of lightning and um yeah, there's in storm. She could control lightning up to a certain degree. That's this, this is the ball guy in a wheelchair. wheelchair. Uh, that no, uh, well, that's Professor X. Okay, and he's kind of like captain of the X Men or the leader of the X Men. Has, Has a Marvel, Marvel
1: movie ever, ever make you, make you made you, you cry?
2: Boy, yeah, Wakanda Forever did actually. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah, that was very, very touching, and I mean it was. Well, no, uh, this, this might be one people, people haven't seen. seen. Okay, I won't ruin it, but uh, I just I would find it hard to believe that if if that a person would not be moved to to a certain extent, I'm going to see Wakanda forever. Um, Not when When, when Iron Iron Man dies. That was touching emotionally. That was like, boy, this is the end of an era, and I mean, it was. I think that's that's one thing about like the Marvel movies is that usually, even though they're superhero films, they're very I would say they're well acted. And I mean, Robert Downey Jr. just really was, you You couldn't couldn't imagine any any other actor. actor He was really great in that role. And um, many of the other actors are top notch actors. I mean, I don't know how they do it because they're acting in front of a green screen, but that's kind of what theater actors have been doing for, you know, hundreds, hundreds of years, acting with, you know, theater screens and That's right. that's right. So Many of my, my friends
1: say their favorite, favorite Marvel movie is that Thor one, which is basically a comedy. A it's sort of a the comedy The one that first. just came out? Love no, and Thunder? Or Ragnarok. Ragnarok? Ragnarok. They they that celebrate. one is
2: universally liked. I think that one would probably mm-hmm. be the... If you had to rank your Thor movies, that would be the, the number one Thor movie. I, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't, didn't know, know that Wakanda, Wakanda Forever was so affecting that it was so... Had something, something so, so sad happened in it. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think it's spoiling it for everybody, but obviously, you know, Chadwick Bozeman, right. uh, who was a super talented young guy, he died just a couple years ago, and, you know, they kind of had to carry on this film, and um, they did so in a way that just I think will blow everybody's mind, and it's not ruining everything to know that. You Know it's the movie is going to touch upon right that in a respect in a respectful way. Is that, is that right? Was filming the first movie, first movie even though, though he was sick
1: or knew he was.
2: I don't know at what point he knew he was sick, but I know that probably by I would I would imagine by the Afin- Infinity War movies, like later on, mm-hmm. I would imagine he was sick. And I mean, just another really great if you like Chadwick Bozeman, another really great one to see would be. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom in, uh, I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, I think it's, it's an, an August Wilson, Wilson play, yeah, which is a really, really,
1: really important African American playwright.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, we could have a whole podcast. Oh, on. was that the, the one where, where there was the a blues that. band,
1: and I think yeah. somebody, somebody might, might want to steal their, their talent?
2: talent. Um, well, yeah, that one was basically I think Viola Davis played Ma Rainey, and Chadwick Boseman played kind of like her right hand man maybe the trumpeter Mm -hmm. and there was like an issue with like so many uh, African-American artists uh, especially in the past uh, not not getting their due for all the hard work that they put into their art you know so she had to kind of put her foot down and I mean there was a a lot of drama, you yeah. know, you didn't know which way things were gonna go, but the the one thing that you get out of that movie is you get just a sense of how talented Chadwick Bozeman was, uh-huh. and then to think that he was you know gone so so, so, asleep, so, young, so early so much but, talent yeah, I just I think the movie what kind of forever I think it is in a you know it it's sad, but it's also kind of a healing okay. healing thing, you know, healing. As healing as a superhero movie can be, I think it really is good. Well, your love for
1: yeah. the, the Marvel, Marvel Universe and superheroes, and superheroes is evident, as, as anyone who's a, a comic, comic book fan is. is. So, so do, do, do kids do still kids read actual comic, comic books, books the, the way we, we used to? to?
2: I think that they do. I, I don't... You know, it, at Comic Book Club, we mainly talk about comics, and I think we kind of lean more into the movies because... You know, there's so many comic books out there that you don't know if somebody's read the same one that you've read. Right. But um, I still go buy comic books myself and I, I'm, I think, you know, they wouldn't be selling them if, if they true. weren't being bought. So Very true. Um, I, have a, I, have I have a, a creative, creative writing, writing assignment where one of the options for, for the students,
1: students is they can invent a new superhero. So I'm, I'm now not giving, giving you, you that as your homework. homework you can go right, back to us and tell us who you've invented a power that's, that's out there that, that for some, some reason some no one's ever capitalized on or written into a character
2: alright I'll start working <laughs> on it. you got it alright All right. Well, well thank you so, so much
1: Comic Book Club Part 1 we'll come around for Part 2 sometime soon is the plan we thank Mr. Pei and signing off for Mr. Pei and Brandon we'll catch you next time here on the TMC Podcast